Hello and welcome to Rewired Mind Counseling Podcast. My name is Esther Obonde and I am the host of this show. Thank you for joining us for today's pioneering podcast on overcoming anxiety and depression using coping mechanisms. This will be achieved by integrating faith-based and clinical approaches and exploring ways that anxiety can be minimized, managed, or eliminated. I will be explaining my approaches in detail in my subsequent uh, podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Rewired Mind Counseling Podcast. My name is Esther Wonder. And I am the host for this show. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast, episode four, on overcoming anxiety and depression via using various coping mechanisms. This will be achieved by integrating various faith-based and clinical approaches to explore many ways anxiety can be minimized and managed or eliminated. I will be explaining many my several recommended approaches in detail as I go along from episode to episode. In my preceding episode, that's um, episode three, I, I looked at the issues of anxiety and how good word or positive self-talk can be used as effective tools, techniques, and strategies for coping with anxiety and depression. As I stated in my last episode, the practice of positive self-talk requires daily application and the user must aim to, first of all, identify his or her negative thoughts. I discussed just four out of the many negative thought and self-talk categories. There is a connection between thought and spoken words as what is spoken flows from what is in one's heart. When a person begins to process negative thought, it is possible for those thoughts to spill over into the person's spoken words, either to themselves or to others around them. It follows that if a person thinks positively, it affects the person's feelings, which finally spills into the action that may be taken. This works vice versa. Uh, Negative thoughts often come with frequency and with intensity, and that dulls someone's mood and even causes someone to um, take wrong action. It is very important to find out what type of thought one is thinking and the kind of spoken words one is constantly saying to themselves throughout the day. Um, This is highlighted in the Berean Standard Bible Version where it says, Anxiety weighs down the heart of a man, but a good word cheers it up. Positive 
be it positive or negative thought, does affect the way we feel due to the strong connection between thoughts and feelings. Consequently, thought and spoken words align to affect emotion and trickling into one's actions. In order to break the cycle of negative thoughts and negative self-talk, it is very important for one to listen to oneself and this will help identify those constant negative thoughts and to list them on paper. It is good it is a good practice to, you know, for those people who love journaling. You know, journaling their thoughts, it helps to um uh, decrease tension in the mind. You know, it filters out. It helps you to have, you know, to see exactly what you've been processing in your mind. When you have them, you know, outlined on a piece of paper or in your journal, that gives you clarity. Um, then, when we can begin to challenge, when we do all that, we'll be in a, uh, a good position to challenge those positive, uh, negative thoughts, faulty thinking, and also to replace them with positive words. Using God's principles on positive thinking can be the basis for the processing of any positive thoughts. Um, according to the Good News translation of, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, it states the following. In conclusion, my friends, fill your minds with those things that are good and that deserve praise. Things that are true, things that are noble, right, pure, lovely, and honorable. So these are the kind of thoughts, you know, should form the basis of our thinking. And anything um, other than that makes one to think negatively. Judging from the above principles on positive thinking, any thinking that deviates from things that are true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and honorable becomes a faulty thinking. And by the way, this uh, principle God has given for us to have um, process, always process positive thoughts. Cuts across every um, gender, every age group, you know, no matter uh, where you are, who you are, you know, what nationality, it cuts across. And it appeals to, it should appeal to everybody. Because if you think anything, any other thing other than things that are true, things that are noble, things that are right, things that are pure, lovely and honorable, you'll be, um, you know, circling around negative thinking processes and that's not good for the mind so once we identify and outline those negative thoughts that floods our minds most often it is important to challenge them with a better thought process that is based on the things I've um, outlined above the positive thinking the principles of positive thinking 
right. However, if there is any deviation from right thinking, one can then follow the uh, following steps. Number one is to have a self-awareness by frequently paying attention to your thoughts and feelings. This is very important. It's like checks and balances. You check what you are processing. What is it really you are thinking about? What occupies your mind at any given time? What is it? So you be if you have a self, if you are aware of those thoughts that frequently plague your mind, I mean those negative thoughts, you'll be able to know what they are and work on them. So identifying one's most inner negative thoughts that you feel will also help you, you know, attack those uh, things that shouldn't be and make you, give you a headspace to process things that are right, things that are true. It will give you, you know, a relief in your mind and it will decrease uh, the level of uh, anxiety in your mind and uh, it will um, allow you to function very well in your daily activities. So it's important that one should identify those negative thoughts that produces negative feelings and also record them or, you know, put them on a piece of paper or in your journal, however you want to record them. Challenging those thoughts also helps you, you know, to process better and even engage in things that would enhance your life. Uh, the other thing to do is to constantly redirect your mind whenever it deviates from things that are true, things that are noble, things that are right, things that are pure, lovely, and honorable. You can always redirect. Once you know that you are you know, um, reverting back to the uh, negative thoughts, you can redirect your mind. That's a coping skill. Coping skill is about redirecting one's mind, you know, redirecting one's actions, um, well, way of doing things. It is important for one to be conscious of, you know, what they are thinking about. Otherwise, it can dominate one's thinking and will never allow that person to, you know, be able to go on to do other things. It can really grant someone's you know, day. So some studies have shown that the human mind processes many thousands, you know, hundreds of thoughts per day. Too many. And most of these thoughts are very intrusive. The, the truth is that the human mind is constantly thinking analyzing and always trying to make sense of some overwhelming situations. In some situations, those overwhelming thoughts causes difficulty for the person who is trying to fall asleep, trying to stay asleep, 
and even affecting one's mood on waking up and not even motivated to rise for the day. So it is important for one to guard their mind, what goes in. If it is negative, be able to filter them out and make space in your mind to process things that are true, things that are noble, things that are right, things that are pure, things that are lovely and honorable. It is important for anyone who has intrusive thoughts to become mindful of those negative thoughts and not to allow those to flow into negative self-talk. You see, what one thinks about affects what, what, how one feels. It goes into the emotional level. And how one, what one, how one feels, be it negative or positive, also affects uh, one's actions. Uh, if a person begins to process uh, positive thoughts all the time, you know, uh, sure, surely that person's mood will be elevated, and uh, they will be in a good mood, you know. The emotions will be right, and subsequently their actions will be positive. If it's negative, the same thing. It will flow into the mind, and the person will start feeling bad about themselves or others around them. And any little thing, any little trigger, they start acting um, as not expected. So, taking time to listen to oneself as, you, as one is talking can help, you to, uh, can help one to determine if it is positive or negative. So, always take time to listen to yourself. And that way, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good way to filter what one is thinking and saying as there is a correlation between thoughts and spoken words. What you think about finally becomes what you say. The thought in our mind affects our mood, you know, positively or negatively, creating bad mood, or um, a good mood or a bad mood. This is where a good word will help someone to challenge those negative thoughts and negative self-talk. The word of God talks about applying good words to a mind that is weighed down due to anxiety and depression. The effect of having a constant negative thought may eventually detect how our personality will you know, play, um, play out and our beliefs. In fact, we should never assume that we are what we think. And we can even reject those negative thoughts when they present themselves. I see that is what we really are. You know, like somebody saying, ah, I can't, I'm not good enough. That's a negative uh, way of processing thoughts about themselves. That's not who they really are. But the thoughts will force it on that person to begin to think that that is the way they really are. So most of the times, 
people's thoughts centers around how they see themselves. And at such times, those thoughts become images of oneself, disliking one's body features. One such example is when a person with gray hair begins to dislike the image they see in the mirror. Um, it did affect me some time ago, but I, um, I'm glad that I overcome, I overcame um, the, the faulty way of thinking about gray hair and my image. So today I can go about, you know, being confident of myself. And that also, um, I had that victory, you know, over faulty thinking about on gray hair and body image. Uh, when I was even much younger. So, gray hair is beautiful. So, I, I started saying to myself, it's beautiful, you know. And it did not, from that point, um, anxiety, you know, started disappearing. Anxiety and, the, you know, being depressed about my, the way I see myself, it started disappearing until today. You know, I have great confidence wearing my gray hair, because my thoughts has changed. So that um, one not being happy about their body image, you know, disliking their, um, having those negative thoughts about their body image and disliking what they see in the mirror can, be, can fall under the body dysmorphic disorder. You know, that's the way I can describe it. According to Wikipedia from the... The free encyclopedia, it says, body dysmorphic disorder, occasionally still called dysmorphobia, is a mental disorder. It is characterized by the obsessive idea that some aspect of one's own body part or appearance is severely flawed and therefore warrants exceptional measures to hide or fix it. In um, uh, body dysmorphic disorders, delusional variant, the flaw is imagined that if the flaw is actual, its importance is severely exaggerated. Either way, thoughts about it are perversive and intrusive and may occupy several hours a day, causing severe distress and impairing one's otherwise normal activities. Many people fall this victim of this. And is it really true? Is it really noble? Is it of a good report? Is it something one should dwell on? If um, a body feature causes one to distress, you know, this is a time one should reconsider what they think about and think, uh, and think proper. So as I will still have more detailed discussions on negative thoughts about gray hair and its effects on one's mental health. A lot of people are victim of this, young and old, and it ought not to be. You know, it's uh, the, the moment I began celebrating my gray hair, you know, the burden was lifted up and I became normal, free, you know, to present myself anywhere. At any time. So this is something that can um, help one live better. You know, without the unnecessary 
baggages that uh, distress, anxiety, depression brings about. We will continue to look at the issues surrounding anxiety and depression during the upcoming podcast sessions. These are interesting. They are broad. They are inexhaustible topics. And they also come with vast tools and techniques and strategies in you know, helping someone acquire wellness over a period of time. Some of the podcast sessions will require inviting some guests, speakers that will bring in their uh, expertise and share them, share their life experiences or testimonies on the issues of anxiety and depression. I'm currently working on, you know, organizing such people coming around. You know, you say a tree cannot make a forest. That's an, um, a wise saying. And I think it is true. One tree cannot make a forest. So when I start bringing in guests, you know, they come with their expertise and their experiences. They share them with us. You know, uh, we will there'll be great synergy and uh, we will gain a lot from the, uh, how to deal with anxiety and depression. There will also be occasions when a larger audience will be invited to participate in the podcast and that will involve sending out Zoom links to the participants. I'm looking forward to an occasion when that would happen. Uh, I will be publishing weekly episodes on Mondays, although I'm yet to fix the exact day and time, because this is the early stages. It's been, you know, sorted out. However, you all would be invited to subscribe to my podcast from your favorite platform so that you can be notified as soon as a new episode becomes available. I'm going to invite you now to... You know, follow my website at rewiredmindcounseling.com. If you are happy with my discussion on the topic of anxiety and depression, uh, using coping uh, skills such as self-talk, good words, you know, to subscribe. And I have to thank you for listening. It's my pleasure to have you listen to my podcast. And I hope to see you in my next episode. Thank you and have a blessed day.